Attorney General and a sweeping win in Prince George's County. I'm Dick Iuliano. Some general election matchups are now set in Maryland U.S. House races. I'm Nick Ainelli. With temperatures heading to the mid-90s, D.C. opening cooling centers this afternoon. WTOP at 11 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Steve Kathan. Millions of us are trying to beat the heat. Bring water with you, electrolytes, you know, shades, cover your head. Triple-digit heat drags on for another day in the plains and southwest. In the east, temperatures will creep into the mid-90s in a lot of places. In Philadelphia, forecasters say it'll hit 97 today. One of the most popular spots in the city for those looking to get a workout in is the front of the Philadelphia Museum of Art, the Rocky Steps, which is no walk in the park when it's so brutally hot out. Throughout the year, it's a challenge. The heat is makes it extra challenging. It's really difficult. Tough to breathe. The humidity is so, so thick. Temperatures in the 90s with a triple-digit feel, and many here are taking the advice from health experts seriously. Drink plenty of fluids um, and make sure you have uh, electrolyte replacements. For those without air conditioning in Philly, there are cooling centers around the city and splash parks for those who need a cool soak. Tim Jimenez for CBS News, Philadelphia. Overseas, officials in Spain blame more than 500 deaths on the heat wave baking Europe. CBS's Ed O'Keefe says we'll hear later today from President Biden, who will announce new action on climate change. He's going to tout the offshore wind industry, very popular there in New England as they're building windmills off the coast of Massachusetts. And he's also going to talk about boosting federal aid for communities trying to fight the heat. There's a call for a federal investigation into Jalen Walker's shooting death in Akron, Ohio. The black man was shot or grazed 46 times by police. Family attorney Bobby DiCello. We join the NAACP in its request, issued by President Derek Johnson, to have the Department of Justice get involved in this important legal Matter. Back in court for Steve Bannon, CBS's Scott McFarlane is covering his contempt of Congress trial. For a second day here at the federal courthouse in Washington, the Justice Department will question a January 6th committee staffer who yesterday said the subpoena issued to former Trump chief strategist Steve Bannon was not optional. The date was certain and that Bannon defied the committee, impacting the committee's urgent work to investigate the attack. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin today pledging additional American military support for Ukraine. It will include four more HIMARS advanced rocket systems, which the Ukrainians have been using so effectively and which have made such a difference on the battlefield. European unions proposing member states cut natural gas use by 15%, bracing for a possible full shutoff of Russian supplies. The Dow's up 54 points. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. 11.03 on WTOP, Wednesday morning. It's the 20th of July, hot, sunny, 83 now. We're heading to the mid-90s. Good morning, I'm Mark Lewis. And I'm Deborah Feinstein with the top local stories we're following this hour. Campaign 2022, primary election day in Maryland. One Republican candidate for governor had once been dismissed as a QAnon whack job by Governor Larry Hogan. And now he's defeated Hogan's hand-picked successor. On the Democratic side, the race for governor is still too close to call.
Maryland State Delegate Dan Cox was declared the winner in the GOP primary race for governor. Cox faced off against former Maryland Commerce Secretary Kelly Schultz. She was backed by outgoing Governor Larry Hogan. Cox was endorsed by former President Donald Trump. An election night, Cox told his supporters... I want to thank President Trump. Cox has pushed back against COVID restrictions, moved to impeach Governor Hogan, and called for a federal audit of the 2020 election. The Democratic race for governor was declared too close to call, but Westmore was leading the pack election night with mail-in ballots yet to be counted. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. It appears Anthony Brown has won the Democratic primary for attorney general in Maryland. He is the projected winner by the Associated Press. With the counting of early in-person voting and early results of Election Day voting, Anthony Brown held a steady lead over Katie O'Malley in their bid to become the state's chief legal officer. In Prince George's County, Angela also broke swept to victory. The Associated Press projected her the easy winner over her four challengers with more than 90% of the vote. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Meantime, Michael Perutka has captured the Republican nomination for Attorney General. As we continue to monitor primary results in Maryland U.S. House races, some general election matchups are now locked in. In Maryland's 6th Congressional District, which includes Frederick County and a part of Montgomery County, Congressman David Trone won the Democratic primary. Neil Parrott won the Republican primary, so it's going to be Trone and Parrott facing each other in November. In the 5th District, which includes parts of Anne Arundel and Prince George's counties, Congressman Steny Hoyer won the Democratic primary. He'll face Chris Palumbi in November. Palumbi won the Republican primary there. In the 1st District along the Eastern Shore, Heather Mazier won the Democratic primary. She's going to face Republican Congressman Andy Harris in November. Harris was unopposed on the Republican side. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. And another November matchup is set, this one in the 8th District in Montgomery County. It'll be Democratic Congressman Jamie Raskin against Republican Gregory Call. And Glenn Ivey has won the Democratic nomination in the 4th District House seat in Prince George's County. Chris Chafee has won the Republican nomination for U.S. Senate in Maryland's primary election. He'll face incumbent Democratic Senator Chris Van Hollen. Still no decision in the Democratic primary for Montgomery County Executive. Incumbent Mark Elrich faced off against three challengers, and David Blair is leading Elrich slightly. But could the choices made by Elrich during the pandemic have been sticking points for voters? With our continuing coverage of the Maryland primary, we spoke to Jackie Benson with our news partners at NBC4, who was with the Elrich campaign. He said, I know some of my decisions were not popular, but he also said that it was important people's lives are important and that he stood behind the decisions he made that's jackie benson with nbc4 dc's mayor activating the heat emergency plan for the district because of temperatures expected to be in the 90s mayor bowser says cooling centers will be open at three o'clock this afternoon for anyone who wants relief from the heat you can check out wtop.com search cooling centers for information what a stretch of hot weather in Europe. Record temperatures causing fires, deaths, and some other issues. After traffic and weather, we'll chat with CBS correspondent Vicki Barker in London. It's 11.07.
To address government mandates, federal IT leaders are making zero trust a priority. You can count on Palo Alto Networks, the leader in global cybersecurity, to guide your agency's zero trust mission. We've helped hundreds of federal departments, bureaus, and offices accelerate their journey to zero trust with innovative technology and tested expertise. Ready to get started? Evaluate your zero trust progress. Visit Palo Alto 